All right, let me try again. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and this is the second half preview, aka slash mulligan show here on the podcast. So, this is strictly for the baseball fans only. If you want to watch, though, then it'd be greatly appreciated. But for today, just a heads up for all you people that do follow baseball a little bit, or at least have followed this show, I recommend you watch the or listen if you're on an audio on the audio only platforms. I recommend that you watch or listen to the season preview show that I did back in March before opening day. And listen to what I say in order for this episode to make sense. So that is my only recommendation to you. You have to listen to the 2020 baseball preview in order for this episode to make sense. Because it's mulligan time and really I only have two. The two mulligans, we're going to start in the National League. Remember I had Philly, for those that have followed it, I had Philly winning the NL East. Right now it's the Mets by two and a half games over the Braves. I still think Philly will make the playoffs, and right now they are the sixth seed in the National League. They are the third wild card. You got Atlanta as the four, San Diego as the five seed. San Diego could jump Atlanta, especially if Tatis comes back, but I don't think that'll happen yet. Atlanta has more pitching depth, and their offense right now is just a little bit better than the Padres. So that's why I've got Atlanta holding on to that four spot. The only mulligan change I have is in the NL East. I've got the Mets officially winning, and that leads to the top storyline in the National League for me, and that is can the Mets hold on? Why? Not because I want the Mets to succeed, but I do think DeGrom and Scherzer, if they're both healthy, and Scherzer has proven he is, at least to a certain extent. But if DeGrom and Scherzer are at the top of their games right now, the Mets should be able to hold off the Braves. Now, it won't be easy, especially if Atlanta goes and gets another power bat to compensate, or not compensate, but to help out with Danby Swanson and Ronald Acuna and kind of add more length to their offense. But... I think the Mets can hold off just with those two top-heavy, ace-like starters in their rotation, especially if Luke Bassett continues to do what he's done as the three-starter, you know, the third guy in the rotation. If that happens, the Mets can hold on. So that's my first storyline. The second storyline in the National League goes to the Central, and it's the two-team race I predicted back in the season preview show. I still believe the Cardinals can win the division, only because I do think they have enough offense to get past the Brewers. Yes, the Brewers have arguably the best closure in the game in Josh Hader. You've got Brandon Woodruff, the reigning Cy Young Award winner, and you've at least got three other solid pitchers to make up for the drop-off after Woodruff. But I don't I don't think they have enough offense to hold off the Cardinals. So I'm still taking St. Louis there. And then in the NL West, can the Dodgers just the third 
one in a row. Can the Dodgers hold off for the number one seed in the National League? Because it's a foregone conclusion in the NL West. I don't, you know, San Francisco's battling to just be in a wild card spot. They definitely have fallen off from what I thought they would be. San Diego, with their pitching staff, has been solid. And that's fine. You got you Darvish and Blake Snell still there, despite the mainstream media kind of going, well, should the Padres trade Blake Snell or not? Yeah, no. I, I mean, the Padres are doing what they have to do. Just stay there. And with the extra wild card, you can play, what, maybe 600 baseball and still find a way to get in. So right now... The only mulligan change, once again. We've got the Mets winning the East. And the Phillies hanging in there as that third wildcard team. Atlanta definitely will be the top one, and San Diego will stay in the middle. But that is the second-half mulligan pick for the National League. In the American League, of course I'm not going to... I, I couldn't. I couldn't stop or start any show without talking about New York, but this is a mulligan show, and I only have one mulligan in the American League, and that is Minnesota. Now, keep in mind, this is why I recommend that she watch the season preview show to understand. I didn't think Minnesota was going to be that good. I thought Cleveland would be a little bit better than Minnesota, and I thought Chicago would be blowing them away. I thought they would have the largest division lead in all of baseball besides the team in the uh, Boogie Down Bronx, but we'll get to them in a second. But um, Minnesota, even with Carlos Correa not really playing up to his potential, um, you're still in the division? In a division that was supposed to be a runaway for the White Sox, who right now have... Liam Hendricks as an all-star replacement and Tim Anderson as the American League starter at shortstop for a team that's in, if I'm correct on this, third place? I mean, <laughs> I'm a little wrong there. But whatever, that'll, whoever wins the AL Central anyway will probably lose in the wild card round to whoever the 60 will be. Speaking of the wild card in the American League, there was a time where your boy was right where basically all at least four of the five American League East teams were going to be in the playoffs. And right now, two of them are. You got Tampa as the top spot and you got Toronto in the other. I think Toronto's the five right now, and then Seattle, after their 14-game win streak, which, by the way, that is the first storyline, not the Yankees, but the first storyline I'm looking forward to here in the second half of the baseball season. Can the Mariners stay hot? Now, you're not going to get this to where it's the Oakland A's of 2002, where they won 20 straight, you know, the one where they based money ball off of, but mm, is Seattle a true contender? 
Now, if they end up being the sixth seed, which that's my other change to from here to the baseball preview show, but if Seattle makes it in as the sixth seed, boy, oh boy, they might. If that, you know, I don't. Is it a miracle that they're doing it? Eh. Maybe, I mean, the ALS is a weak division. Houston is running away with it, and that's storyline number two. But before I get to storyline number two, let me finish with Seattle. If this offense continues to do what they do, and they can at least win what? If they go, again, if they go 600 right now, that means you win 60% of your games. If you at least do that, you'll make the playoffs. I don't, because no team is able to do 700, which is you win 70% of your games. But if Seattle can do 60, they can make it in. So in the American League, those are the only changes. The only thing that's going to keep my first prediction for being right in the American League is if Boston somehow gets healthy pitching. They got Evaldi back. He pitched brilliantly on Friday night. I will tip my cap to you, Nathan Evaldi. You pitched brilliantly on Friday night, given your limitations, given that the Red Sox put a cap on you at 72 pitches. That's fine. You know, you're coming back from an injury. I get it. You know, you bring Chris Sale back, his second start back after recovering from Tommy John and some rib fractures. Okay. And then you had the freak accident yesterday with, your pinky getting broken after a line drive. Okay, that sucks. That hurts. But that would be the only difference, Red Sox fans. I'm doing this to be nice. I could easily just stomp on your ground and dance and say, Boston's gone yet, but no. Actually, I do think they could still make it in because I don't buy into Seattle long term. But that is one of the storylines. Seattle is the storyline just to see how hot they can stay. And if they at least play 600 baseball... You know, 60%, you win 60% of your games, then 60% of the remaining games, then okay. Seattle proved me wrong. But I've seen this movie before with Seattle. So that's why I'm a little hesitant about it, but it is a storyline. Series number two, or storyline number two, we're staying in the AL West. Uh, can the Astros. Are the Astros the Yankees' kryptonite? The Astros have been on the Yankees' tail. They have the kryptonite. You got Verlander. You got Primer Valdez. You got Eurystice Akiti. I believe those two will be starting off the series on Thursday, which is when this show will, which is when this episode will get released, and it'll actually be on the list of games to follow today or for that day, but. Thankfully, I'm not going to do the games list. I'm just rambling through. I'm rambling through the storylines here for the Mulligans, but and then storyline number three. You wouldn't think I wouldn't go through a du- whole episode of Double A without talking about my Yankees, would you? Nah, of course not. Hold on, I'm checking my battery. Okay, we're good. But yeah, you don't think I wouldn't get through an entire episode of Double A without talking about my Yankees, would you? No, of course not. Um, Third storyline is simple. Can the Yankees continue 
to hold on to the best record in baseball. Do I think they'll be as good as the 2001 Mariners who won 116 games? No. Do I think they'll be as good as the 98 team that I believe won 114 or 112, somewhere in there? No. I think they'll be what the 2016 Cubs were, which was they'll win 103. They'll probably go through a struggle. Hopefully they don't get in a dry spell like they did the week before the break when you lose two out of three to the Reds. But if the pitching gets back to normal, meaning if it gets back to the potential that it started with in the early of the season with Cortez having an ERA under two and Tyon and Montgomery at least matching Garrett Cole. Not being better, but you got to at least match him. And then Severino, hopefully he comes back healthy off the IL. If the Yankee pitching can get back to where it was back in May and June, or, yeah, May and June, then this team will be a World Series winner, no question about it. But that is the third storyline there. So the third, and I'm going to say this for one final time, the mulligan for the American League side is no change other than Minnesota winning the AL Central. So I still have the Yankees being the number one seed. I got Houston at two, Minnesota at three. Uh, in the wild card, I've got Tampa st still at four. I've got Toronto at five. And maybe, maybe, because I'm still stuck on either Boston or Seattle, I'm just not sold on the Mariners quite yet. So I'm going to stick with the Red Sox to sneak in as the sixth seed. Which, by the way, whoever gets that sixth spot will beat the AL Central champion. There, there, there's no question. Now, whoever can beat Houston in the LDS, that would be interesting. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show there. Um, again, I'm recording this show on a Monday, so if I keep saying today... It's a reference to Monday, not uh, Thursday. This is not a live thing. This is just something I'm going to program for you guys so that way you have nothing. Because we are in that desert now where there is nothing, nothing on TV. So this is why I'm doing this episode for you. Anyway, this episode will get released on Thursday in time for the start of the second half of the season and it'll carry you guys over until i do the live show on friday with that said thank you for listening and watching the austin's audit podcast i've been your host austin gerke i'll see you guys on friday for the live show don't forget you can listen to this show on podbean and just search for the austin's audit podcast you can also listen to the show on spotify Apple, if you know the trick, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, and Samsung Music Podcasts. You can follow this show on social media, either on Facebook, just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast, search for me directly, your host, Austin Gerke, at Monty on Instagram, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. 
then you also, also, if you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram, I forgot that hashtag, just search for the hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's The Austin's Audit Podcast. If you want to watch this beautiful face or see this beautiful face on Rumble, just search for the, or if you want to watch this beautiful face and see this beautiful face, follow this show on Rumble on... (laughs) Just search for the username ADGerke. Again, go on rumble.com, create your account, search for the username ADGerke. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 396 episodes. Again, that's 396 episodes of this lovely podcast. All you got to do is click subscribe, and you are set. Again, this is Monday. Uh, This will get dropped on Thursday. So I will see you guys on Friday for the live show. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you guys Friday. Once again, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.